Hello, everybody. This is my third <clears throat> episode, and today is um, conflict resolution skills within the framework of a family setting. Though um, this is a very common conversation I have with families, and it is a skill that I have to teach to pretty much every family. Um, so it's I call it a four-step conflict resolution. However, it may not look like four steps. It could be expanded to five, but the fifth one I won't consider conflict resolution. I think it's more a reflection of going back to daily living activities. So it's not conflict resolution to me. And these are my own um, steps. They're progressive. Uh, and I believe that one, the, um, I believe that the fourth step is the one that's very commonly overlooked and not even kind of seen to be valuable, but to me it's imperative. So without further ado, um, the four steps for me uh, is basically first is recognizing that you have an escalation. Secondly is to stop and end the conversation while being able to transition from that conversation peacefully and gracefully. Uh, and that's very important. I, I make sure that that is the piece of resistance because a lot of families know when and how to end a conversation. It's just not peacefully. It's usually after lines are crossed, uh, boundaries were compromised, and it became very personal. So then they kind of take it to the next level. And then they feel that they made it clear it's over. By then it's too late. So for me, it's more about knowing when and how to peacefully and gracefully transition and end from a conversation. And then the other one is being able to separate from each other and remain separated and don't seek each other out during this point uh, and to give each other the, the necessary space and time that they need to decompress, to recenter themselves um, and also do whatever they do on an individual level to cope with their frustration. I call it a mental flush. Whatever they do normally on their own <clears throat> to be recentered, to be, you know, to gain their composure back. And then the, la uh, and then the fourth step is while you give each other the space and time that you need, then we go into this next step. And for me, a lot of people overlook it. Uh, I don't know about other therapists because this is my own, my own process that at this point you need to take this extra step to honor the relationship and to honor each other. Uh, there's some dignity behind this is to check in with each other uh, to make sure you're okay. And in this process, you're almost in a sense making peace, even though you may not need to apologize. Some people think that there is an apology that occurs with this. It'd be great. But it's, if it's not where you are, if that's not who you are, if that's not where your relationship is, I'm not going to promote it. It's, every relationship is different. So basically, as a way of dealing with this last step is being able to check in with each other, not around the previous conversation, specifically with each other. How, how are you doing? Or how are we doing? Are we okay? Are you okay? That is the check-in. It's not about going back to the conversation around 
the money, the homework, the chores, the disappointment. No, that's not what this last step of the checking is not about that because you guys are still raw and not prepared for that. It's still giving each other, um, well, actually, it's basically honoring your relationship with each other, which is necessary. Your relationship is a resource. If you expand on that relationship, the more leverage you'll have and the more tolerance and the more you can kind of hear each other out and the more that relationship can handle stressors, the less an investment into that relationship, every conversation is going to be an argument. There's not going to be enough tolerance. There's just not enough gas in that tank for that relationship to kind of bear to bear the long, the long haul. So they're being able to honor and respect that relationship through these check-ins without going back to the conversation is imperative. Um, I know it probably sounds uncon- not really unconventional, but it's not solution focused, but it is about being able to create a bear, a, a buffer between two people or three. So these conversations become bearable. Um, if you don't, there's not enough peace. There's not enough downtime between the arguments to actually make it seem like you have a decent relationship. It's just one escalation after the other. And there's just not enough uh, time and space between these moments to kind of respect each other and to have a decency in your relationship, some dignity. So being able to check in with each other not about the topic, not about the conversation, but about each other to make sure that we're okay, you're okay, um, whatever it is you are comfortable with in order to make peace with each other. And then you just leave it at that. It's not going back to the conversation at that point. Um, that is the last step is making peace or checking in. They're kind of overlapping. Uh, some people look at checking in as making peace and it kind of is.